In this podcast, we're going to cover the disability insurance characteristics, which would be most likely tested on the CFP exam. I'm David Manioni, Dean of Academic Programs at the College for Financial Planning. And one of the things you're going to need to know about disability income insurance is the exposures for which uh, it is um, designed to protect individuals. And that is for um, anybody who is sick or hurt and can't work. That's what disability is for. And there's a far greater likelihood for a person of working age to become disabled before they retire than to die. And so disability income insurance is really important. Businesses also need disability um, income coverage for the owners, for sure, um, and key employees as well, so that if they're sick or hurt and can't work, the business doesn't flail and fail, um, but rather there's um, uh, income both to the individual who's sick or hurt and to the business. And the way that's done is individual policies are owned by the individuals involved. And then a business overhead expense disability policy provides larger chunks of money to pay rent and salary for staff and, and those ongoing expenses that will continue even if the business owner or business owners are unable to work. Um, some additional aspects of disability coverage you need to be aware of are some of the terms that go with it. Um, disability has um, an elimination period. Instead of a pure dollar deductible, it's a time deductible. There's a, a point, a period of time for which a person has to be unable to work before benefits are paid. So let's say it's a 90-day elimination period um, and a person is hurt on January 1st. 90 days expires uh, March 31st first or maybe April 1st, depending on whether or not it's leap year. Um, but you count out 90 days. And then, the, then, then from then on, benefits are payable. But typically, they're paid in arrears, almost always. So it would be another 30 days before the first benefit is paid. So a 90-day elimination period is the time there were for which there's no benefits paid. And then there'd be a 30-day wait for that first payment. Be aware of that uh, if you're tested on that. Then once benefits become payable, there's a benefit period. That's for how long. It could be two years, five years, to age 65. And at the end of that, then benefits are no longer payable. When it comes to the taxation of disability uh, insurance policies, it's pretty simple to remember this. If the employee pays the premiums, then the benefits are not taxable. If the employer pays the premiums, then the benefits are taxable. If there's a split, then it's prorated, right? Or if the employee pays the premiums with pre-tax dollars, so they put it into their uh, employee benefit plan at work, then benefits are going to be taxable. So bottom line is, if you get a tax break on the front end, you pay taxes on the benefits. If you pay with after-tax dollars on the front end, then benefits are tax-free. Be aware of that for exam purposes. Then also be aware of the um, underwriting pieces of disability. If you're a blue collar worker, you're going to pay more than if you're a white collar worker, and then you're going to pay more than if you are a professional. Uh, disability is um, a function of your occupation as well as as well as these other 
benefits. So uh, the definitions of disability you also need to know are own occupation, um, any occupation, or modified own occupation. So own occupation is the most liberal, and that's what you want to have in a policy. Own occupation says that uh, if you are unable to do your own job, then you qualify for benefits. Any occupation says that if you are unable to do any kind of job for which your education and training allows you to. There's also the Social Security definition, which just basically says if you can if you can do anything, you're not disabled. Uh, it's much stricter and uh, the hardest one to qualify for. Most group policies start off with a period of time where you have your own occupation standard. So for the first, say, two years, if you can't do your own job, then you get benefits. After that, it switches to any occupation or a modified own occupation, which would be um, something for which you're suited based on your education and training uh, or any occupation whatsoever. Uh, be aware of these differentials when it comes to selecting the right kind of policy in a scenario you may be given on the exam. And finally, uh, the last thing you want to look for in policies is the renewability piece. Most policies are guaranteed renewable, and that's not bad. Uh, as long as you pay your premium, the policy is renewed. Premium prices go up over time uh, as you age, but uh, you get to keep the policy. Non-cancelable will cost you more initially, but not only is it uh, guaranteed renewable every time you pay your premium, the, the premium does not increase. So it's kind of like the difference between, um, like, a, say, a, a annual term policy and a whole life policy. The annual term policy is going to be cheaper initially, and every year it gets a little more expensive. Uh, that would be a guaranteed renewable product. Whereas a non-cancelable product will be like whole life, where once you buy it, the premium and the benefits are all set. So be aware of that for disability as well. And those are the main things you're going to need to know. You're going to get scenarios where someone doesn't have any coverage whatsoever, and you're going to need to make a recommendation based on the answer choices they provide for you. Uh, that would be a key thing to look for when you're evaluating a scenario for someone who has definite weakness if they have no disability coverage. Or they're a business owner and they don't have business um, overhead expense coverage. Um, or they don't have disability in place to fund a buy-sell agreement. And that's what you need to know about disability coverage.